if Jesus acted like we do sometimes and like someone offends you and you just like cut the person off, do you think um, you will be worthy of salvation? Do you think that with everything that you've done, knowing everything that you've done wrong to him, do you think that he wouldn't have cut you off? Hey guys, my name is Jemima and welcome back to the Diary of Jesus Kid podcast. If this is your very first time hearing my voice or even like tuning in or like just being here in general, um, I'm genuinely so grateful for you and I'm thankful that you tuned in today. Um, I really hope that like this is not a waste of your time because um, I do be rambling a lot, like just a disclaimer, I ramble and I deviate or digress from the point but anyways see look just I just did it right now like (laughs) anyways um, I'm grateful that you're here thank you for tuning in and if you're a returning listener welcome back um I think it's safe to say like a long time no speak because it's been a minute a good amount of time and I'm not even sure I have like a legitimate reason for being away um it's just (laughs) I don't know anyways um hopefully i i don't continue like this um, i'm not going to continue like this and um, i need you to keep me accountable because i remember like putting up a poll on like instagram and like what days we want this podcast and majority of you guys said fridays and i think i've only posted this thing on friday like twice and it's crazy uh so Maybe I'm probably going to stall this one too till it's Friday just so that I could be consistent with that um, going forward. And I'm going to need you to keep me accountable because clearly it's not working with just me. I'm, I've just been messing up. And anyways, 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 um, let's just get into today's talk because I'm talking too much and that's not the point. Okay, so I just really feel this nudging to actually go back to our anchor passage, which is... 1 Corinthians 13 and actually just read through and just um, see where we are and like just look at what we've been talking about and so okay for the sake of those that are new here or maybe you just haven't been following through with what we've been doing um, I'm not judging you or anything (laughs) I'm just saying um, okay so we've been going through like what love is and how we've been doing that is we're reading through first corinthians 13 so we pick a characteristic or like we pick a quality of love and then we look into the life of jesus pick a story or like an instance where jesus showed that quality because like god is love right and so we just talk about that and just see how we can incorporate that into our lives okay so i'm actually going to read um first corinthians 13 now and I don't think I intentionally mentioned this like all the time, but like just to put it out there, like in case I forget to mention, it's mostly from NLT. Um, okay, so verse one says, "If I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy, and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountains, but didn't love others, I would be nothing." If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. Verse 4 now says, Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable. And it keeps no record of being wronged. Now, 
okay i'm just gonna stop there because like that is where we are at the moment and the last um bit just says it keeps no record of being wronged and if i were to like summarize that or like rephrase that i would just say love forgives and forgets and so that's just what we're going to be talking about today forgiveness and you know just looking at that i think looking at most of the qualities actually it goes without saying that that was what jesus did but like forgiveness is a really big one in that because the whole purpose of jesus coming down to earth was the forgiveness of our sins so that we could have that relationship with god we could like connect back to god because god is holy right he's a holy being and like light and darkness they don't collaborate there's no like mixing you get so god is like very holy and so because of that because of sin sin is in our world so he he needed a permanent staple to the problem of sin because you know with killing animals like if you go through the old testament you see what they were doing is like they were constantly killing different animals and like each sin had like a different animal to atone for and so with all of that i don't even think if we continued like killing animals i don't think that we would even have like sufficient animals anymore because like the rate at which first of all the amount of people on this earth and the rate at which we commit sin even in this day um i don't think we'll have animals left to like kill so jesus um god in his you know infinite wisdom he thought out a better plan and a more permanent solution to sin and that was Jesus and so he came down in person of Jesus as a man and walked on this earth which is great great humility by the way but he walked on this earth as a man and he dealt with everything we went through and the whole purpose was to forgive our sins once and for all to provide a perfect sacrifice for all of our sins and so that we could have that relationship back with God right and so that's it that's forgiveness in a nutshell and you know if you think about forgiveness or if you go through the bible and like read about forgiveness even in like isaiah i'm not sure okay i could fish out probably um the exact um passages that those were taking from but he says things like as far as the east is from the west that's how far like i will take your sins away and i'll remember them no more so god it's it's always been in god to like forgive sins like he doesn't want to have to like go back to sin and if you read through like the bible god never remembers like stuff that he has like forgiving them for or stuff that he has like maybe they've like made a sacrifice for he doesn't go back to like recant that sin and like tell them oh remember what you did yesterday yeah i know that you made atonement for it but like do you still remember like i've not still let go of that i can still remember he doesn't do that and when you think about that as a whole like i was just randomly just thinking about it like this is a god that literally you know it may not mean anything to you i guess if you just think about forgiveness okay fine yeah yeah i can even do that we can forgive and forget but like this is a god that sees every single thing you've done like Every move you've made, every um, hidden thing you've done, the things that you do when like nobody's watching and like it's dark and <laughs> you know what you do and I know what I do too. So like 
we all have our you know hidden things that not everybody knows about us or like those secrets that we keep from everybody else but obviously you can't keep it from god and so he sees you in all of those moments he reads your thoughts he knows even the things that you haven't even said yet you know the sins that you commit with your mind you know he sees that and he forgives them he, and when he forgives it he does not go back to remember it and that is just crazy so it clearly says that love keeps no record of wrong so he's not going back to write it somewhere and you know in these days we keep diaries and like journals and whatnot and like you can like just go like write oh this person did this thing to me um i felt really bad and stuff like just getting your emotions or what your feelings out in paper and you know that's a way of sort of like keeping record of like wrong like this person wronged you and instead of like letting it go you're like penning it down you're like you know you're going to read that thing again you remember oh i remember when this person did this thing to me and so that's just an example of like keeping records of wrong and um the bible just tells us that that's not what love is okay okay so let's backtrack a bit now that i've like deviated so much from what we're talking about but let's go back to the life of jesus and actually see where he showed this quality i know that his whole life was this but like there was one statement that he made on the cross and maybe saying this you might have an idea of what it is but like it just it was so profound and i was just thinking about it and the holy spirit was just showing me like like deeper things into it and i'm just so excited to share that with you so the verse is taken from i think luke 23 verses it's actually just verse 34 but i'm going to read like maybe the first two verses just for a little bit of context okay so this was when jesus was being led up to being to be crucified and um so they had already like set everything like up they've already nailed him to the cross literally and you know he has one criminal at his left hand and the other at his right hand okay so verse 32 says two others both criminals were led out to be executed with him verse 33 when they came to a place called the skull they nailed him to the cross and the criminals were also crucified one on his right and one on his left verse 34 now says jesus said now pay attention father forgive them for they don't know what they're doing and the soldiers gambled for his clothing by throwing dice okay so all of that that last bit is not really like as important but like the key thing that just stuck with me like thinking about forgiveness is this statement the simple seemingly simple statement is actually a very difficult statement and we'll get into that in a second but this was all jesus said father forgive them for they don't know what they're doing and now okay so how like the holy spirit like the perspective the holy spirit gave me and um, when i was thinking about that is that jesus not only forgave them in his heart he also did not want like his father in heaven to hold it against them so like okay it can be me obviously first of all because i don't even think i would even want to die for these people I, okay it's not even an option i wouldn't want to die nobody wants to die for like a set of people that are like so ungrateful and you know they don't even value what i'm coming here to do and stuff after everything i've done for them after all the miracles i've showed them and show them evidently that okay i am an actual i'm actually a good man and i'm for them i'm on their side you know and just to be treated so badly by these same people and betrayed over and over again by even my friends 
I would not even want to be on that cross for our sins, but like that's not even the point. But the one thing I was just thinking about that it was that like okay, I could forgive them, fine, love forgives, right? I could forgive them, I don't want to hold it against them, but like I don't want to get involved in like what God wants to do. Like if God wants to punish them, if God wants to like hold it against them, like God in heaven, you know, wants to hold it against them, who am I to like stand in the way like that's between them and like their father like for me i'm not going to hold it against them and one thing about jesus that was not how jesus was and so jesus not only forgave them he wanted god in heaven to forgive them as well and so that takes a deeper level of forgiveness like that takes forgiveness to the maximum level because i think there's this thing like ingrained in our culture and we say this thing like um, vengeance is of the Lord and is in the Bible so like Christians like often take it out of context and like we say don't worry I won't revenge or like we think okay I'm not going to get back to like get back at this person because vengeance is of the Lord and so God is going to we want God to fight our battles and God to fight our enemies for us and rightfully true like you know you know it's not it's not a bad thing it's not a bad it's not necessarily like a bad trait to have like wanting god to leaving it up to god but like what jesus did and the example that jesus laid for us was not essentially like that you know he not only wanted to forgive them and like take it out of his mind he also wanted god in heaven not to hold it against them so he's like hey i forgive you you know like in my mind you have done nothing wrong to me and he's like he's praying to god even in the in pain and he's in so much pain and they're inflicting so much more pain on him and he's still crying out to god and like father forgive them they don't even know what they're doing if they knew that this was the son of god if they knew that this was their creator that they were nailing to the cross that they were insulting and if they knew the kind of power he had that he could literally like he said it once too that he could call up legions of angels to like if that was what he wanted if he came here for war like obviously mortal men cannot stand like angels like once you have like angel michael in the mix like you know that it's over and i'm sure okay i'm not sure but like i paint this picture in my head and i guess it's just a helpful just side notes like it's really helpful sometimes when you read like bible passages and just try to like visualize what was actually happening like the scenes try to like set the scene like in heaven and so for me because angel michael is always like if you check the bible when you see it's time for like war or like you know any fight angel michael is the one like leading the pack he's the one like ready and it's always on site with him and so i was just thinking about this and he just it just be like angel michael is just like ready armed and with all his swords and he's just like hey god just say the word just say the word just tell me to go because i think this was what we talked about last week and we talked about how jesus you know he was asking god to take away this cup from him um if there was any chance that like this suffering could pass away from him that god should please do it but nonetheless he wanted god's will to be done and so i can imagine jesus praying that prayer and like angel gabriel is just ready armed ready to just go and like destroy these people literally cause havoc and like show him like show the power of god and all of that but jesus did not want that he wanted god to have mercy on these people because they didn't know what they're doing and okay i've been talking about these people these people these people and who i mean by these people or like who jesus was referring to at that point 
where he's crucified as all the people like literally everybody including you know the people that lied against him the people that um stirred up the crowd to like shouts like crucify him you know the people that you know did all sorts to him his heart posture was forgiveness towards them and it's amazing because jesus not only came to forgive the sins of like the so-called jews and like all the other people maybe just the disciples or like you know all the other people that except from like his crucifiers his sacrifice also covers the crucifiers his sacrifice covers everybody that wronged him everybody that had a role to play in you know his death and everybody that could someone like pontius pilate for example that literally could have said no but he was like pressured into doing it and he you know he felt like in his own mind when he like rinsed his hand he was like oh he's vindicated and like you know none of that no he was not vindicated but the blood of jesus is what vindicates him and the blood of jesus is what you know washes away his own sin too and so that was the kind of heart posture that jesus had and you know it's just so amazing when you actually think about forgiveness and so that was just a way of like forgetting so he didn't even want it to remain in his father's mind he didn't want like his father to like think okay i'm going to deal with this people like fine you know um okay you did all that but like you, trouble awaits you like in future like you're not going to prosper no jesus heart posture was forgiveness for everybody and so when I was also thinking about this, just think when we look at like betrayal and we look at Peter and um, Judas, those were two people that did, okay, maybe not the same thing because Peter did not outrightly sell Jesus to be crucified, right? But they both betrayed Jesus in like two very enormous ways. And for Peter, it was even, I feel like it's even worse because he boasted and that's why Okay, I call Peter like the gangster disciple for so many reasons and this is one of them because he, I don't know, he was just too like forward I guess sometimes. Like Jesus already said the shepherd will be slain and like the sheep will run off and something like that. And Peter was like, even if everybody does it, I would not do it. Like he literally didn't have to say anything. He could have just taken Jesus' word for it and... I would imagine that, or I would hope that he would have learned by now that, okay, when Jesus says something, it's going to happen, like for real, like, you know, he has seen like tons and tons of miracles firsthand, you know, even being in Jesus's inner circle, he should know all these things by now. So I should imagine, or I should hope that, you know, he wouldn't argue and he would just like take Jesus's word for it. But he argued he protested like hey even if everybody goes against you it's me and you like even if i have to die with you i'm going to die with you and stuff and you know jesus is like peter chill because just even tonight like before the cock crowds in the morning before like sunrise you're going to deny me three times and peter's like i would never do that and all of that and just like okay bet you see just wait and see right and so Fast forward to like the time comes and literally Jesus is just taking away from them, arrested to be crucified. And, you know, you see Peter trailing, you know, giving like giving them distance and like just trailing behind just to see like what happens to Jesus and stuff. And, you know, people at the roadside are like, hey, aren't you like a follower of Jesus? I, I know you, you're his disciple. You always walk with him. And Peter is like me, like he was literally swearing on his life. Like, 
I have never seen this man. I don't have anything to do with this man and all of that. And so he took it to like next level. He flat out denied Jesus. Like, like if you hadn't known, like if we haven't like known that, okay, this was actually Peter, you would actually think that I'm sure that the way he said it, you actually think that you are seeing double or like maybe you were wrong because he flat out denied Jesus like so much. And so the cock crows and well, i think one of the versions one of the um gospels records that jesus's eyes met with peter they made like eye contact and he's like I told you so and you know peter is like wailing and crying and feeling so sorry for himself and feeling bad for himself and then when you look at the other person which is judas that betrayed jesus and you know so jesus for a couple coins and you know betraying him with a kiss and you know guys it really be your own people like honestly and you know he betrays jesus with a kiss and like just a couple few moments after he's regretting his decision and he goes back to give them back the he i feel like it sort of just dawned on him i don't think they would have told him that okay we're going to kill jesus so like sell him to me or like i'll pay you to like betray him no i don't think they would have told him that because i don't think he would actually do that like knowing that okay we're going to kill him and he would actually do that like that is in- insane if he would do that but i feel like they would have just told him oh they just want to talk to him or they want to meet with him or like they would have just maybe sweetened it or like just giving him a tip of what they plan to do and so him now seeing that okay this is actually it um he's actually gonna die he's not gonna survive this and all of that he's now like regretting his decision and like that's where like the devil comes in and he's feeling him with so much guilt like and condemning him so much that okay you're such a bad person like you how would you betray jesus how would you betray a man that has been so good to you a man that picked you up when you were nothing and all of that and so you know Jesus is feeling so much guilt. He's so embarrassed by what he did. And he, you know, he couldn't bear to be seen, I guess, after this. And I feel like maybe any of Jesus' supporters back then, if they had seen him after, maybe before Jesus resurrected and like before Jesus came back, if they had like seen him, maybe when, you know, after Jesus died and they were like crying or like mourning or they were just like silent in the room, I feel like if they had seen him, Peter, for one, might have picked up a fight. Or maybe he wouldn't. Maybe because of what he did too, he'll be so like embarrassed to pick up a fight. But like, I feel like there would have been a lot of tension with him and stuff. So maybe he thought about all of that. He weighed all of that. And he, would have just, he just thought that, okay, it's just better I kill myself before, you know, someone else kills me. Or like, this guilt is too much. This shame is too much. And what he didn't know or what they didn't know at that point was that what Jesus was doing was covering them too. Like Jesus didn't come to die for like all the people that, you know, all the just the priests and those that pretended to be good. He came to die for even his sinners. He came to forgive the sins of those that betrayed him. And so he made that statement and that statement also covered Judas. It covered Peter as well. And so he said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. And so if Judas knew, if only Judas knew what he was doing, if only he knew what he was getting himself into, maybe he wouldn't have done that. Maybe he wouldn't have entertained, you know, those people in the first place. But so 
what what he didn't know was that Jesus's blood also covered him and so he killed himself and he just you know he just had to end his life but Peter on the other hand Peter stayed Peter waited and you know he felt bad for himself he felt embarrassed he felt guilt but he didn't let that be the end of him he didn't take his life and I know like fast forward to like maybe two days after Peter's like going back to go fishing and you know all the disciples are like following him and you know then Fast forward later, Jesus resurrects and like everything's back again and Jesus is making him in charge of his flock. And so it's just crazy that Jesus will now entrust his kingdom, his church, the advancements of his church into the hands of Peter. And so that is just amazing to see how much Jesus forgave him. And that was just proof that Jesus actually forgave him. Jesus actually did not keep a record of what he did. You know, he might have been feeling some sort of like guilt when he sees Jesus again. And, you know, if it was anybody, I feel like, okay, if it's me, it would sort of like be itching me. Even if I'm forgiving, it'd just be itching me to say, I told you so. I told you you're going to deny me. I told you. You said you wouldn't, but like, I told you. And, you know, you just want that sort of like, okay, what I said, it came to pass. But Jesus was not like that. And so he forgave and, you know, he put it behind him and he put Peter in charge of his flock. The seemingly imperfect Peter that, you know, could not even stand up for Jesus, could not even defend his faith at once. Jesus now makes him in charge of his, all of his, you know, his people. And you, see, if you read through the Bible after like in Acts, you see the amazing things that God did through Peter. And, you know, it's just so amazing when you just think about like the forgiveness of God, how vast, how big it is, because it's really so amazing. Um, okay, so anyways, anyways, let's bring this one home and actually, you know, have a heart-to-heart conversation in here, okay? So forgiveness. Hmm. Forgiveness is not a natural human emotion. Like, it is not a natural response. Like, when someone offends you or someone hurts you, especially when it's someone that you really rated and, like, it's someone that you really cared about. So when that person hurts you or does something wrong to you, your natural instinct doesn't forgive and okay let me just give you a little bit of like biology and like bore you a little bit okay so like you know like the nervous system and like i don't know how much like background you have in like bio but like you know we have this fight or flight system and you know that's where like adrenaline and everything all of that comes in and no i'm not giving you a whole biology lecture like my point is that you know our brain and everything is just so wired to just flee away from the situation it's either you fight that is like retaliation is either you like get back at the person or like get even or you flee you run away from the situation you cut that person off and you know the words of like society and like we see it all the time in like media and you know just cut that person off protect your peace protect your energy you don't need any you know negative energy and negative vibes and all of that and okay (laughs) i don't know how much i agree with that because um if we look into the life of jesus and just check what jesus did he wasn't one to cut people off and that is a very big thing to think about because if you think like if jesus cuts people off or if jesus acted like we do sometimes and like someone offends you and you just like cut the person off do you think um you will be worthy of salvation do you think that with everything that you've done knowing everything that you've done wrong to him do you think that he wouldn't 
have cut you off or do you think you still be like you know you still be a partaker of this great gift you get so i just really feel like that is not biblical i mean it's not a feeling it's clearly not biblical it's clearly not what jesus did jesus did not cut people off at the slightest you know opportunity he even included them in his forgiveness and you know he's saying father forgive them all of them he didn't just say for father forgive just this one person just the one person on my i think it was a guy on the right hand or maybe on the left hand that um you know he said father remember me when you get to your kingdom um he didn't just say father just forgive only this guy he said father forgive all of them for they don't know what they're doing so he included everybody he was not one to cut people off or exclude people like we often do and another thing i want to bring back to our consciousness or like to our remembrance is that we are imperfect human beings i'll say that again we are imperfect human beings and that we includes everybody including us as christians and even as christians as much as we're trying to you know remain on the path of righteousness and stay in the light sometimes we fall and this is a hard pill for like the rest of the world to swallow most of the time because like you call yourself a christian but look at you look at what you're doing no the bible clearly tells us that as much as we're getting closer to perfection each day as much as we're you know spending time with god and the holy spirit is doing work in you daily you know we're never going to attain that perfection on this earth until jesus comes until the second coming of jesus and we're reunited with him that is when we'll become perfect people that is when you know we'll attain that perfection so that being said you can offend people and you will not even know about it and that is just because we're imperfect human beings and so just imagine holding a grudge with someone and you're like very mad at this your friend for like offending you or like saying something hurtful or maybe they made a joke and you didn't actually find funny maybe it was about you and you didn't find it funny and you're just holding that in you waiting for the person to come apologize but they don't even know that they hurt you they don't even you know they don't even know that he did this thing to offend you and that is just what we see in jesus he said father forgive them for they don't know what they're doing like he didn't say father forgive them they know what they're doing and they're still doing it no he said they don't even know what they're doing because if they knew can you think about if they knew that this was the person that gave them the breath they have in their lungs this was the person that spared their lives to see this morning could you just imagine like the kind of reverence and awe they would have for him at that moment that they would dare not even lay a finger like they would dare not even pick up that nail to even nail him or whatever you know so it's just very amazing what jesus did and he's like forgive them because they don't know what they're doing and there's one particular verse in the bible that really helps me when anytime i think about this and it is colossians 3 13 and it says make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you remember the lord forgave you so you must forgive others and it's actually the first phrase that actually strikes my heart it says make allowance for each other's faults so because we're imperfect human beings the bible tells us to make room give room for people to offend you and that is just a very controversial statement because that could push you to a place where you're like 
unsurprised when people hurt you and it's like oh i know it's going to happen at some point so i'm just not going to be you know surprised when it does happen and even that is not biblical and in fact in fact there's even like a portion of the bible i can't exactly remember where it is and honestly i struggle with remembering like where verses are taken from and i really need to do better better with that but anyways um there's a portion in the bible that says we should see the best in other people and even think highly of other people more than ourselves and i feel like that is essentially what jesus did because if we look into the life of jesus guys let's be blatantly honest having judas as a disciple really like Okay, let's fast forward to like the Last Supper and he was like, oh, one of these people, one of you is going to betray me. And like disciples are asking, is it me? Is it me? And Jesus is like, oh, the one that I passed the bread to. And he passes it to Judas. So he literally knew that it was going to be Judas that was going to betray him. But did he forgive? Of course he did. You bet he did. And so it's just amazing because the Bible records that the Garden of Gethsemane was his usual go to like every night. He just kept going to like, I think it was all through that week. Jesus was always going back there that night. So all the disciples knew that if you were looking for Jesus at night, this is where he's going to be. So have you thought about the fact that Jesus could have taken another route? Like he could have avoided that situation, but no, he didn't. He opened up himself to be, you know, to be captured, to be arrested. And because, you know, that was his purpose on earth. And I know that there are certain times that you need to set up like certain boundaries and like protect yourself and I respect that 100% but I really feel like we need the Holy Spirit's guidance and ultimately his discernment to know when to set up those boundaries to know when to like hold off or like you know withdraw yourself from certain situations because you know sometimes it can it can just be flat out dumb and so I'm just leaving that to the Holy Spirit to guide you and like always always seek the Holy Spirit's guidance on that and okay so one other thing I love 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 about being a Christian actually there are two things one thing I love about being a Christian is that God doesn't ask us to do something that he didn't already do for us or he didn't already show us it's this kind of like he's leading by example he's not asking us to do something like he's not asking us to like you know fly a plane blindly when he hasn't shown us the way where he's not leading the way and so you can quote me on this and you can check it out with the bible did god say like don't lie did he lie no when god says like forgive one another did he forgive us you bet you know when god says um love one another did he love yes when you look at like he says give to the poor did he give to the poor of course he did so you know when he says like extend grace like make allowance for people's faults you bet that that was what jesus did because he surrounded his himself with like people that will betray him in future but he made allowance for them and also at the same time he assumed the best in them he did not you know see the person and i feel like that takes a big amount of grace because looking at judas for me like if i knew that this was a person that was going to betray me in future like i wouldn't even like take him seriously i would really like just neglect him and just like make him feel like unwanted and like you know because it's it's just like you're going to betray me anyway so what's the point of like investing in you what's the point of like teaching you all these things or letting you like partake in all of these things and even washing your feet guys have you thought about that like jesus also washed judas's feet and you know just thinking about all of that like why do i have to go to through all that stress to 
you know invest so much in you and then you're i know that you're still going to hurt me and so that is just what jesus did and that is just amazing that god never asked us to do something that he didn't already do for us and it's just beautiful that we have a perfect example to follow we have you know a valuable example that we can follow and you know we won't miss it it like if you follow jesus you are not going to miss it in life and that is on everything okay and the second thing i guess that i love about christianity is that it is not stingy like if god does something for you he doesn't just do it for your benefit for your gain he does it so that you can be a blessing he blesses you so that you can be a blessing to other people and okay let's look at it in the bible he encounters moses and he uses moses to deliver a whole nation israel you know he encounters esther and he uses esther to deliver a whole nation and you know you see the same with daniel you see it with, with the three Hebrew children like this was literally a trend in the bible and this was something and this is the nature of god this is the very nature of god he does not do something just for you he blesses you to be a blessing he saves you so that you can extend light to other people so that you can shine your light so that other people can catch that light and other people can you know encounter him and i know that (laughs) this was just a really big digression so let's just go back okay and um, okay, let me get very, very, very honest with you guys. Um, I struggle with forgetting. Like, forgiveness might be like, okay, I'm forgiving. And, you know, I ask the Holy Spirit, God, please help me forgive. And, you know, I'm able to forgive the person by God's grace. But something in me just still remembers. Like, I just still remember this thing that, you know, this person has done to me. And I'm not proud of it. It's not something like I'm proud to say and the Holy Spirit is doing work in me and I just hope I get to the place where I can like forget and like not remember but I guess one tip I have learned or one tip that I see that works in forgetting which I will share with you guys in a second so if you also have like more tips on your own like on how to forget feel free to like share with me and you know I can even share it on here like if you feel comfortable with it um yeah okay so one tip I know that really helps with forgiveness or forgetting is talking to the person that offended you and now I have a friend like one of my very very closest friends um she does this thing a lot like you would offend this girl like maybe so there was this time like i didn't even know that i did something to offend her like i didn't like it wasn't intentional it genuinely was not intentional and so like i think it was the next day or maybe like a week after or so she like just she was like hey you know this thing that you said um i really didn't like it like it really didn't i i felt bad like when you said it and i was shocked because we all laughed or you know we all laughed and i thought it was a joke but like obviously it wasn't you know it wasn't a joke to her and so at that point like i offended her and she called me she called me out so let's just say like that and you know i apologized and you know we just we moved on from it and the trick to that or like the trick yes to that is that you don't get to bring up that same incident again like for her as she has just mentioned that to me i've apologized we've erased that from our memories like we've you know that has been covered we've like gone past that so going back to like recant that and going back to like you know remember and like talk about it that can be like detrimental it's like okay we've been past that i've apologized i've you know it wasn't intentional like can we move on you know that kind of thing so i feel like 
that is a very good way to forget about something if something is bothering you if like you're finding it difficult to let go of something talk to the person about it like if you can if you still like you know if you're still in contact with the person talk to the person and just let the person know because sometimes and just like me sometimes they may not even know that they offended you and you're just like holding that grudge to yourself and holding it against this person and they genuinely don't even know that they did this thing to you and so that's just you know something to bear in mind and one little detail i noticed in the bible and like every time it mentions like forgiveness or anytime like jesus is asking us to forgive other people is that the bible always like says like oh forgive just because remember that god has forgiven you like because god has forgiven you because god like okay Ephesians 4.32 says, Instead, be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. And, you know, we see it in like Matthew 6 as well. And it says, If you forgive those who sin against you, your Heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive other people, you know, your Father in Heaven will not forgive you. And so it's like, you're forgiving not because it's the right thing to do, not because like, oh, it's the right thing or is like the easy thing to do you're doing it just because you've received forgiveness from god and you know even if you feel like the person did not does not deserve that forgiveness or like what the person did was like is so bad and like so unforgivable just remember that god has forgiven you remember that you've received forgiveness so freely you know like you deserved it from god so you should be ready to extend that to other people and you know that's just what i was saying with like god blessing you to be a blessing so when god forgives you it's not just for your benefit and your gain it's so that you can learn how to forgive other people how to extend that forgiveness to other people and give people grace and yeah so that's everything i guess i wanted to say and okay okay the very very last thing i wanted to mention is forgive yourself and i'm just gonna say that again and just take a moment and actually just you know spend time in prayer and like forgive yourself because i know that this is the like this is bait for the devil like when you struggle with forgiving yourself like okay you might even you know you might be successful with forgiving everybody forgiving people that hurt you but like when it comes to yourself and you know god has forgiven you your sins but you find it hard to like let go of that thing you did and you keep reminding yourself and you keep remembering and you're like wow you, you know you just go into a place of like condemnation and like shame and like you're feeling this much guilt and you know that was what happened with judas he didn't know that jesus had already forgiven him you know and so he he found it very difficult to forgive himself and so he committed suicide he killed himself because he could not let go of that guilt he could not let go of that shame but I'm just here to tell you that God has forgiven you your sins. And he says, your sins will I forgive and remember them no more. So if God that sees every single thing that you've done, if God could forgive your sins and remember them no more, then you better forgive yourself. You better forgive yourself and like allow yourself to be human. And just move on from that because don't let the devil, you know, hold you in that place of like guilt and like condemnation and shame and just realize and understand that God never puts you in that position. God never, you know, condemns you for your sin. He convicts of sin. The Holy Spirit convicts of sin. He does not condemn you. He doesn't tell you, oh, you're a bad person. Like, look at you trying to be, you're a hypocrite. Okay. 
that's not from God and anything like that when you just catch that trend just know that that is the devil trying to you know keep you in that shame keep you in that condemnation but just remember that you are forgiven god has forgiven your sins christ has died on the cross for that sin even that sin you struggle with letting go and god has forgotten about it so you need to do so for yourself and i just pray that um the holy spirit helps you as you begin to do so and just know that it might not be an instant process as much as you want to like forget immediately it might not happen immediately it takes work it takes the holy spirit it takes daily you know reminding yourself of the promises of god reminding yourself that you know god has forgiven you and yeah so that's it <laughs> I'm done. I'm done for real now, guys. And thank you so much for listening this long. And I just hope that you learned something. I hope that it blesses you. And yeah, don't forget to send me a tip. Like if you know any like other tips for like forgetting or like even forgiveness in general, um, you can send me a voice message and like anchor and you know I could even add it to like the next episode if you feel comfortable with that. And yeah. I will be looking forward to hearing from you. And yeah, without further ado, let's just close off with a prayer really quickly. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for your love. Thank you for your forgiveness, oh God. I just thank you because you forgive our sins and you don't even go back to remember them. Thank you because once you forgive, you forget. Oh God, Lord, Holy Spirit, I just ask that you teach us how to forget when we forgive sins. Oh God, teach us how to forgive sins. Give us the power and the strength to forgive people that have wronged us. We know that it is not something we can do in our own strength. It's not something that we can do in our own power, oh God. We know that we need you to help us forgive just as you have forgiven us. So Lord, I ask that you teach us each day how to forgive people, how to let go of things that people have done to us how to talk about it sometimes to people that have hurt us so that we can grow we can learn and we can improve oh god holy spirit i just ask that you also teach us how to forgive ourselves teach us and constantly remind us that you have forgiven us so we have no right or no reason to be holding those sins against ourselves help us to know and understand and bring us to a place where we learn and accept your forgiveness without feeling condemnation for sin without feeling condemned and help us to learn from our past mistakes and help us to be better people and be better individuals oh god and help us to love you and serve you and just live this christian life just as you did and follow your example and follow your leading oh god and i ask that you strengthen us and continue to guide us as we do in jesus name i pray amen okay thank you guys so much for tuning in today and i will really be looking forward to hearing from you this week because you're going to do that you're going to talk to me this is a threat like no i'm not i'm not asking i'm not begging you're going to do it it's a command (laughs) no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding anyways thank you for tuning in thank you for listening and yeah i just hope that it blesses you i hope that you learn a thing or two from this and yeah i will be looking forward to hearing from you and yeah until next time and until then i love you with the love of christ bye wait seriously talk to me this week like for real i'm begging now please thank you (laughs) okay 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 bye (laughs)